in the last series, multi-story recorded stories with people they met on the streets, at home and in the workplace, from lifelong market traders to college students, tea dancers to newly arrived families. They covered topics such as family values, the role of women in communities and social history. Do listen to series one if you haven't already. For the second series, stories are heard through the voices of four poets. Me, Roy McFarlane, Kali Kali, Casey Bailey and Rupinder Kaur. All of or from the Black Country. The stories are of the past and the present, the lives of a new generation and a desire to belong. Mothers and fathers, sons and daughters, young people making a mark on the streets of Sandwell. Welcome back. You are listening to Episode 1, Series 2 of Sandwell Stories, a multi-story production. Hi, my name's Roy McFarlane. I'm a poet and a writer living in the Black Country. I'm a father of three young adults and a stepfather to another. And I wanted to explore the stories of fatherhood. From the moment you find out you're going to be a father to the passing over of our fathers. Over a period of three months, interrupted by a pandemic, you're going to hear the interviews and the words brought into life in response to fatherhood. Hello. Welcome, Case. How was up, Roy? You good? I'm good, man. Um, yeah. How you doing, man? I can't complain. Can't complain. You well, I could complain because my wife's trying to design a new garden. <laughs> but other than that, other than that, I can't complain. These stories are forged on the back of an anvil, swallowed down with a pint on Saturday, stitched in the pride of suits on Sundays. Mondays to Fridays, on the assembly lines, on the factory floor, the panel beater, the polisher, the shop steward looking out for others, these are the fathers of the black country. The bus drivers driving folks to work and school and back home again. The taxi driver taxed by the tiredness of long hours. These are the fathers of the black country. The popper and the pops, daddies and dads, the old man, stepfather, adopted father, and the nurturing father who will leave his mark in the absence of another. These are the fathers of the black country. All right, Casey, how you doing, man? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you, my friend. Listen, I've already called your name, but who are you? Uh, I am Casey Bailey. How old are you? Uh, 31 years old. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> okay, you know we're talking about fathers kind of thing. And we've had a little conversation over over the few months. Uh, and I just want to... When did you find out that you were a father? Um, I still remember the day really vividly. I was, um, I was at the MAC in Birmingham for an event. And my wife called me and she said I had to come home. Um... And she wouldn't, it's not, it's not the kind of thing she would normally do. Um, so I rushed straight home. I was, I was quite worried. Um, 
and she she told me that that we were pregnant. In fact, she just showed me the pregnancy test, um, and it was I think six six weeks after we'd um, had a miscarriage. Oh, so wow. it was yeah, very very emotional time. Okay, and 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 can you kind of capture the feelings in a few words? Oh, it was a re- really weird mix of like fear because mm-hmm. of what had happened, mm-hmm. um, joy, um, and just like shock, absolute disbelief, really. Um, so yeah, yeah, oh. fear, shock, disbelief. Brilliant, brilliant. Some journeys begin with a note, a phone call, or a kiss telling you you're going to be a dad. In the cold morning air, as you walk down a path of fatherhood with no signs or directions. The day to tell you you're having a baby, the joy and terror that fills you, means everything but nothing. The echo of life found on a first scan echoes to the cave of your stomach. The call while you're working at the Mac. The urgency of you need to come home now. To be met at the door with tears and the waving of a pregnancy test. It's coming in from teaching and hearing those words, I'm pregnant. Being sat on the steps, knocked back, and laughter coughed out with nerves and joy. Running out to Brum to Yosushi to hunt down an avocado Mackie, or off to the petrol station at midnight to breathe and get chocolate yogurt for her cravings. And you've only just started on this road of fatherhood, helpless as you fall down an hourglass. You hold onto the gods as terror holds you, and the beauty of a new birth releases you. And you cry and sigh when a nurse proclaims, The baby, he's doing all right. So, Ravinder, we're talking about fathers and... um, I know there's that classic period of time where we get caught out by our fathers and I know you got into trouble at school trying to skive off and and you found yourself at Mackie D's and then um, your teacher found you, you got reported to your father and when your father got found out, what, just tell us that latter part about what happens when your father finds out. So when I came to school, um, my mum found it really funny, but my dad was quite serious. And my dad was literally like, do we not feed you? You know, but you need to go to McDonald's. And I was like, but I just wanted some fresh air as well. And he was like, fresh air, to just get some up flurry. <laughs> oh, that's just such a beautiful story. I just love the idea of the rebuke. Do we not feed you? Oh, just a classic story. Thank you. They say you're more like your dad, this daughter who arrived on the seventh month, a gift in the palm of his hands to become the brown-eyed, long-nosed, tall for a girl. The girl who tried on lots of makeup, eyeliners thick as paint strokes of black and blue. And when reminded by her dad, his face lined with shock and a rouge of rebuke, softened for guidance inside the eye, not outside. And the day she walked out of class, to walk out of school, to walk to McDonald's, to later to be told off by her father, who had been called into school, Punjabi 
Hindi, Urdu, or black country. It all means the same. Do we not feed you? Hi, Kaylee. Hi. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. Great. Listen, you know that we're talking about fathers and um, I, where, where are you from? I'm from originally um, the Priory Estate in Dudley. Okay. And I guess this is where you and your dad grew up? Yeah. Okay. Tell us more about your dad. Okay, so um, we had a whirlwind of a relationship. Um, people said we were more like an old married couple as opposed to father and daughter um, but we only had each other so we always had each other's backs regardless of, of, of the love-hate relationship that we had. Once upon a time on the Priory where everybody knows each other this is the chips and pays of a father and daughter story. Just me and dad like an old married couple, we were close. We shared everything. Played out on the streets, on the corners, into the late summer evenings. A whirlwind of a bond, a roller coaster of a ride. Where morning side by side, they walked to school. And after, a gift or sweet on the way back. With the Priory as a playground, adventures and Escapades. She played until she'd had enough. And if she returned to an empty home, she and Buster would take a stroll to the wren's nest. And above the noise, you'll hear a daughter say, Where am you? And nestled in a corner, drinking calling, he'd respond, What y'all doing here? Y'all said before tay time. And he could only reply, you taking the mick. And so her daughter takes her father and Buster all the way home. Let me tell you something, my father would say, whilst passing on wisdom, talking of the old ways or laying down the law. Two bull now running at this house. Only one bull can run in at this yard. Let me tell you of fathers who stepped in vacant shoes, father figures, ministers of the gospel, who rolled up sleeves and washed nappies for single mothers, cooked food for the elderly and still found their way home late at night to miss bedtime stories and the hug of their own. Let me tell you of pioneers, sojourners, and travellers who made their home among the yam-yams, and now, 70 years later, are taken away in the storm of a pandemic. Let me tell you of the children caught up in the eye of the storm, the ones who will never hold hands with those passing over. Hold hands to hear one last whisper of wisdom, Hands denied the ritual of cleansing, the preparing of bodies for the hereafter, and trips cancelled for those cremated for the journey along the Ganges. Let me tell you of those left behind, of pubs and bars closed, streets running with ale and cider, 
where the ritual and banter of father and son can no longer be heard. The passing on of wisdom, the passing on of the baton, where tales of manhood and fatherhood spill across tables, across bar floor, through doors, along cobbled streets and tarmac roads, all the way home. Let me tell you something. 20 minutes. Mm. I mean, uh, my wife's mother almost missed it. It was that fast. So literally, uh, literally 20 minutes it, as soon as you stepped in. Yep. We, she, in, few pushes, out. So <laughs> we, we kind of nailed the timing perfectly, which was, which was great in terms of uh, efficiency, but uh, not so great in terms of your... Uh, stress levels uh, and how did you feel the, the baby comes on the scene well it's a feeling that I don't think anybody can properly put into words because uh, the, the, the closest I could get is being awe stricken oh beautiful you're, up, you're absolutely awe stricken it's like that sublime moment that people like Coleridge and Wordsworth and Blake uh, talk about because yeah. It's it's profound terror <laughs> and and profound beauty at the same time. Oh, well. And you notice this like unbelievable interconnection and relationship that's there with you and her and your partner and you know without no. sounding pompous and pretentious. No, no, that's beautiful, with, with Rob. The rest of existence beautiful, as well. absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for listening. A big thank you to Rob Francis, Kelly Parsons, Rupinda Kaur, Casey Bailey, and most of all, multi-story for making this happen. Sandwell Stories is a series of podcasts created by West Bromwich-based multi-story who produce art with, for, and about local people.